June 18th, uh, obviously uh, one of the big stories, maybe the biggest one we're covering is the zero tolerance uh, policy separating families at the border uh, based on uh, or separating families a lot more based on the zero tolerance policy established by the Trump uh, administration enunciated by Jeff Sessions. Steve Gregory, who is uh, a KFI reporter, uh, is in fact, has in fact studied this He's covering this, knows more about the border and how it works than anybody I know. Uh, Steve, uh, good morning. Thanks for joining us. So uh, the latest of what's going on and what you know. Well, Handel, good morning. Uh, obviously, uh, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. I, of course it is. It, <laughs> and just so you know, I am kneeling, too, as we speak. Excellent. I'm genuflecting. Um, but, you know, it's just so fascinating how this has reached a fever pitch, and it's because of the optics. This thing is really boiling down to optics now because and there's a lot of misinformation out there I think as to what is really going on down along the border. Um, I think there's this misconception that there's somehow a policy that specifies that families must be separated upon presenting themselves at the border or those that are caught crossing the border illegally and that's just not the case. Uh, And I think you just mentioned a a few seconds ago that this is actually the separation of families is a byproduct of people getting arrested at the border, families, when when they're caught as a family union. And what's happening is that because the Trump administration is ramping up this effort, it's nothing that hasn't changed over the last decade in terms of the way they treat families that come across the border illegally. I mean, take, for instance, if uh, something happens in L.A. County, and the sheriff's deputies go to a house, and they find that uh, the two parents that they're about to arrest for some drug crimes, let's say, also happen to have two kids. Well, the same thing happens in that situation. They're going to take the two parents into custody. They're going to call child services for the children, and then child services is going to attempt to find next of kin or somebody in the immediate family. But do they separate those uh, that family immediately? In other words, the parents are arrested Uh, turned over to the folks at ICE, I'm assuming. Uh, That's what happens. And then the separation occurs then, as opposed to upon their arrest for a criminal charge, immediately child services are called and the separation occurs there. Sometimes it depends on the severity of the crime, but in in a lot of cases what happens in L.A. County could be more severe than what happens along the border. And And let me explain. Along the border, and in some of the stories we've been hearing in this last couple of weeks, have been involving families who come across the border illegally that aren't seeking asylum. And then there, there are two different ways that that's being treated here. So if a family's coming across with a larger group, and I have seen this happen before, I've seen it with my eyes when large groups of people come across, and it's whether I've been with the Border Patrol or when I've been covering the Miniman Project, I'll see a group of people come across, they're, they're, they're detained, and it comes up to be you know, five or six of them might be one family. Well, immediately they're taken into detention, they're interviewed, and when charges are filed or when the parents are, you know, detained, they are taken away from their children, and their children are placed at that point in a federal situation, they're placed in the care of Health and Human Services, which has a refugee office. That office attempts to find relatives in the United States to where they can place those children. If relatives cannot be found, 
then they will place them in the temporary foster situation. And in most cases, they'll be taken to one of those child centers that you've been hearing about on the news where, you know, they've renovated old warehouses or Walmart buildings or military bases. And what happens is then those parents are being detained in a federal detention center or in some cases in jail already until their trial before an immigration judge. And, and of that, course, they're separated at that right. point. And they're separated at that point because children can't be serving time in a federal facility right. or detention or jail with their parents. All right, two questions. Uh, first of all, is it simply a question of numbers now where the outrage uh, is coming because everybody is tied up in that system? Yes. Okay, and uh, the other one, assuming the kids are in detention or put, placed into foster care, is there visitation? Do they come and visit the, the families? Uh, can the parents uh, arrange or the authorities arrange for some kind of uh, daily no. or nothing? I mean, they, gen- no. they just no. don't see their kids. And, and let me tell you why. Because in, in some cases, in, or in most all cases, let's say that caravan that came up from Central America that, that ended up in San Ysidro Port of Entry in Tijuana, the parents there of the, the families were taken to facilities in Texas, and one of two facilities in Texas. Now, the kids might have been shipped to other places throughout the country. Now, I am told by federal authorities that every attempt is made to keep the children and the family or the parents kind of within a geographical region, kind of within a uh, you know a, within a day's drive of each other if they can't. But that's not really the case anymore. So. You may have the parents in a facility, holding facility in Texas, but the kids might be in Elizabeth, New Jersey. All right, so what are the options that the government has? Uh, is it a question of simply if you're going to charge someone with a crime, you're kind of screwed? If, what if you just charge them civilly? Do, well, they, do, they, do they stay together? Well, here's the thing. So this was going on during the Obama administration and, and, and during the Bush administration. This is, this is not something new, and this is what I think has got some people perplexed, because this is nothing new, and I think that's why President Trump has been saying, you know, this is what the Democrats started, and it's not, that's, that's kind of an untrue statement as well. What is going on is uh, President Trump's administration has ramped up these efforts and ramped up all of this that's going on, but... In the Obama administration, and I remember covering this last year, I saw a facility in, down here in Nogales, uh, right at the border of Nogales in Arizona, and what, what happens is catch and, catch and release. Now, under the Obama administration, it was kind of encouraged to do the catch and release situation. Basically, parents were released on their own recognizance, and they were expected to show back up at an immigration court sometime later. Well, as we know, in most every case, the, those families don't show up. And instead, they end up just disappearing into the country somewhere. All right. Let, and, let me let me put you on hold for a minute, if you don't mind. Sure. And uh, come back and talk about that and how uh, this separation started and what's the difference and how difficult it is uh, for the kids. Because later on, uh, I'm going to do a segment on just what happens to those kids psychologically. And there are some studies being done and some experts are weighing in. We'll be right back with Steve Gregory. KFI AM 640. KFI handle here on a Monday morning. Uh, Some of the big stories that we are covering, of course, family separation, which uh, we're about to deal right now with Steve Gregory uh, for a second segment Pardons, more pardons are a-coming. We'll talk about that. 
Uh, let's go back to Steve uh, in terms of what's going on at the border. Of course, the politics of uh, the separation of families has exploded and exploded. And if you explained, uh, it really is not a question of policy. That's been around for a bunch of years. It's a question of uh, the extent, the numbers and the optics. Steve, what happens uh, or what is the difference between a civil procedure as uh, the illegal aliens are being treated with families and a criminal procedure in terms of separation? Well, you know, and I'm glad you asked that because, you know, in the this, in this civil situation like this, that might be in those situations where families are asking for asylum and where they're kind of in limbo. And that's treated differently than the criminal proceedings. Now, in the case of that caravan that came up from Central America, for instance, now that was a situation where the family was kept as a unit for most of the processing because they won't go through a medical screening, then they've got to go through an interview, and then they actually separate the family, but they're still in the same building, but they'll interview them and ask them questions because they're attempting to vet the family. They're finding out whether the family is telling the truth and the burden of proof on, remember, the credible fear interview is the burden is on the family. So it's treated differently in that case, but if it's determined by a customs agent, a specially trained customs agent, that the family has a credible fear or has, you know, the, a, a credible reason to seek asylum, then that family is transported as a unit to another holding facility where they can sit there and wait for their day in court. And they can be, they can be together as a family, but they have, that's if they've processed or been processed as a legal entry into the United States through the asylum process. So it's only asylum is, uh, and that's under, those are the only circumstances under which families are kept together, correct? Currently. And and that's a situation, or, you know, whether, uh, you know, they're, they're caught in a, in a very, there's a mitigating circumstance or something, something odd or off the wall. Yeah. Then those are going to be the cases in the criminal process. Kind of what I explained before is if that family comes across the border illegally, you know, in a, in a flagrant disregard for the law kind of thing, then that's going to be a criminal proceeding. And that's the, where the rub is at right now with the optics of all of this, because the Trump administration has said no catch and release. So you don't have a lot of that uh, situation where the families aren't being separated at nearly the rapid pace that they are now because the Trump administration has said zero-tolerance policy. And that means that now the detention centers are overcrowding, the child facilities are overcrowding, and the jails are overcrowding because they're, they're just doing it at such a rapid pace. Um, now, here, there's the other side to this issue. Now, Border Patrol officials in the Rio Grande sector of Texas and that's where the majority of the processing is happening in that sector there. They're saying now that at to date, they have arrested 600 what they classify heads of households, 600 already for fraud because they have tried to gain the system. And they've also had to put in for removal uh, a number amount of kids because they have been caught lying about their age. And a lot of the kids claim to be younger than they really are because they want to be accepted in under DACA. So there's the other side of that issue and that story. And that's the reasoning behind President Trump's zero-tolerance policy, because there are people trying to game the system. And you're not going to know that unless you take this seriously. And that's uh, there are more people trying to game the system than were before? 
Well, only because the numbers are well, right. the numbers are larger, and he's taking a, a hard line stance on it. Whereas before the catch and release, it was one of those just get him before a judge. Judge says, "Okay, come back in a year." Because remember, the courts are so overcrowded. A lot of these immigration cases aren't being heard for a year, or two, up to four years. Uh, so that was the case before, but not now. Right now, the, the Trump administration wants every one of these things handled on the spot, whether that means detention, whether that means get in front of a judge, because they are trying to send more judges down to the border, but uh, they want it all processed, and they want it all adjudicated as soon as possible. All right, and uh, my last question is uh, that certainly the folks south of the border, uh, word spreads very quickly as to policies and what's going on. Uh, I mean, they're they know uh, what the United States policy is. Has that changed at all in terms of what their attempts are? Well, see, now that's that's the PR part of this, too. And Jeff Sessions has said that this is a deterrent. In addition to them following the law, the letter of the law, they want this to be known as a deterrent. This is what will happen if you try to cross okay. our borders illegally. And is it a deterrent? Is there any way to deterrent that? There's, it, there's, it's too soon to gather any empirical data. We're, we're not going to know if, if border crossings or attempted border crossings are down or up. We're not going to know that for another few months. All right, Steve, thank you. You got it, pal. Greatly appreciate it. Steve uh, has covered the border for years and years. matter of fact, I was down at the border with him for one story. As a matter of fact, the, the, one of the first stories that we uh, did together.